Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Oliver Klander, Commercial Director at Site Visibility. Hello, Oliver. Hey, Andy. Um, let's start off, Oliver, by you telling us a little bit about Oliver. Yeah, so um, as Andy said, I'm, I'm Oliver. I'm the Commercial Director for Site Visibility. Makes me sound far more important than uh, I actually am. Um, I basically look after the commercial arrangements with our clients, but also understand how to help to grow our clients and sort of ultimately deliver digital growth within their organization. So I'm really a glorified salesperson. The subject I want to cover today is selling search, Oliver. And I just wanted to break it down into a few kind of like subheadings, if you like, about if you're selling search, some of the things you really have to think about. Because quite a few of uh, the people who listen to the podcast are, well, in a very similar situation to site visibility. And this could well be of interest to them. So what would you say are the sort of main areas that you need to think about when selling search? Um, when selling search or even indeed in pitching search um, to an organization or a company that's looking to achieve any sort of success online, whether that through increased organic traffic, um, increased conversion, you know, increased sales, you need to do a couple of different things. You need to understand their needs. So what is it that they're actually looking to achieve online? You've then got to ultimately pitch the promise. Um, so whilst you've identified their needs, you've got to understand what it is that you're going to be able to pitch that can actually help them achieve success and achieve their goals. But then more importantly, there are three key elements to a successful campaign. Um, and you've got to put those key elements right in the forefront at the start of when you're actually doing the pitch is mm. you've got to manage their expectations. So, and that, that's such an easy thing to turn around and say and manage somebody's expectations. But you really genuinely do need to sort of step aside and say, right, these are your expectations, but this is actually what you're probably going to expect within this specific time frame or against these specific KPIs. Mm. Um, then as an agency, you've got to deliver on the promise, deliver on the pitch that you gave them. So you've actually got to start to deliver on the milestones and, and the key, key elements of a campaign that will sold them in the, in the first place. Um, and then most importantly, and this is the third big point, is you need to add value to them as a customer. 
So you can come up with the greatest one-liners of delivering digital growth or you know, um, increasing sales, matching KPIs, striving to boost performance online. Ultimately, it's all about adding value. If you add value within the process, uh, a client will always stay with you. So it's about the adding value. If we focus in on that first bit, because you talked about understanding the needs, Oliver, I was just wondering, what are the mechanisms for actually doing that? How does that sort of break down? So understanding the needs uh, breaks down into you know, multiple different areas. But the, the first point of call is to do a what we would call a business analysis questionnaire with a client mm. or indeed a, a fact-finding uh, call or discovery session with a client. So first question is, is what, what are you looking to achieve through your website or mm. through your you know, internet presence? So that could be for a B2B client. It could be we're looking to generate awareness. We're looking to generate organic traffic and, and higher visibility for a set of keywords. Um, and ultimately, we're looking to generate leads for our sales guys um, or our commercial departments to be able to follow up on. Uh, take a, an e-commerce retail client. They're looking to generate traffic, quality traffic, and ultimately conversions through sales online, but also the lowest cost conversions. So they're looking to to achieve a good CPA. So you need to really delve into what the traffic is that's coming through to the site, what the key indicators are on the site, and understand what the opportunities are from both an on-site point of view, i.e. content optimization, both on-site, as well as what's happening off-site. So what their link profile looks like off-site, externally, how, how authoritative it is, and also what the keyword opportunities are within that. So we have a number of different tools internally that we've developed, one being the Keyword Opportunity Finder yeah. that starts to look at specific groups of keywords and maps them against specific competitors' landing pages that ultimately identifies where the opportunities in the market are. And only by understanding that can you actually really start to put together a strategy or a program that can fit the needs and the desires of a client. You mentioned this keyword opportunity finder, Oliver. Tell us how that works. So ultimately, the keyword opportunity finder takes down anything from you know, 5,000 to 10,000 to 40,000 set keywords for a prospect or a, a, a client's industry and sector and then maps down their performance from a ranking point of view against their top 10 competitors and starts to map down the landing pages that are ranking for those keywords against also what the competitors are ranking for and their landing pages and within the keyword opportunity finder we can also start to then tailor and make suggestions for specific on-site optimization tactics that can have immediate quick win effects for any single client that we work with. But more importantly, it will also identify gaps and open opportunities within a market where there may be keywords that none of their competitors are ranking for or even ranking in the top 10 for that could be quick win opportunities, so i.e. gaining quick win traffic and quick win conversions. So quite often clients can get fixated on or 
um, distracted by vanity top traffic driving terms mm. that ultimately will absorb the lion's share of any budget that they've set aside for organic visibility um, and neglects the opportunity to actually look at the, the smaller terms that have ultimately, when grouped together, much more volume that can drive towards a site um, because there, there, there is a fixation of going after a specific set number of terms. So through the Keyword Opportunity Finder, because we're looking at such a large set of keywords, we have the opportunity to diversify the strategy behind a, a campaign. And this is how we start to lead on to pitching the promise. Um, and, and it's one of our core values in an organization is we deliver the promise to our clients. Pitching the promise is all about understanding what makes the promise with a customer. It's not just about, you know, doing continued um, search activity without actually demonstrating ROI. So if we can take a set of keywords that we know will generate traffic, we can not only look at those keywords, but we can look at the traffic that's going to a specific landing page, optimize based on the suggestions that we need to, and then also then track the traffic conversions coming off a specific landing page. And that's how we pitch the promise, because we're able to really demonstrate ROI against specific landing pages for keywords rather than just increasing traffic. Um, to specifically to a site. Um, so through managing expectations, which is obviously one of the core elements as well, we're able to um, really understand what, what it is that the client's expecting from the campaign because we can design and tailor a step-by-step -step approach to their organic search activity. That's an interesting one. On the subject of managing expectations, I mean, yeah, imagine that I had a website, I came to you... And the first thing I would probably say to you is, can you make me, you know, number one on the Google search results? So how would you handle that? What would your response be? It's, it's a great question, Andy. Um, I think anybody in search had, had, a, had a pound for every time they got asked that in the last sort of 10, 15 years. Um, we'd all be really, really rich. Everybody wants to be number one. But the reality is, is that the core to managing expectations is about um, aligning a client's fear or a client's pro a, a prospect that being number one is the most important thing in a campaign. Managing expectations is about setting out the KPIs. So what is it that you're looking to? You go back to understanding the needs and you go, right, so you said you needed more traffic specifically to generate more conversions on your site or more visibility. Yes, if you got to number one, it may give you part of that, but it's not necessarily going to give you more conversions. It's not necessarily going to give you, you know, more sales. Um, and it's not necessarily the easiest route to achieve your goal uh, because it could take us six to eight to 12 to 24 months or longer to achieve the number one position and you won't have achieved your increase in traffic, you won't have achieved your increase in sales or conversion because you're diverting all of your efforts into a goal that's almost unattainable within the time frame that you're looking for. Yeah. So to manage expectations, we have to set the scene that these are what are achievable goals within a specific time frame. And anything outside of that and, you know, at site visibility, we have to think really carefully about the clients that we take on board. Um, and with the advent of the you know, introduction of things. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Like, you know, the, the Panda algorithm updates, the Penguin up, updates, not to mention all of the other little ones in between, Hummingbird Cafe, and all of the different ones that have been going on for years, mm. is that these updates have created a different landscape of organic search. Um, one where, gone are the days where there were agencies in the industry that used to be able to just go and buy lots of links, link farms, practice in black hat SEO to achieve instant um, success. Search is not cheap anymore. It's, it's, it's very content-driven. It's all about engaging content, uh, research, far more leaning towards a PR-type approach within your off-site content. So you have to be strategic um, and measured in your approach to your online marketing efforts. If you don't, it's just wasted. It's wasted effort. Um, uh, so, so the managing expectations part is about setting out a realistic, realistic time frame for achieving set goals, but also pushing back. So you have to push back. Sometimes you have to push back to unrealistic expectations and say, I'm really sorry, we're not going to be able to achieve that. Um, if you're looking for somebody to achieve that, it's not us because we don't think that's achievable. And that's a really hard thing to say to a prospect or a client sometimes, but more agencies should say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we really do try to say it. I'm not saying that we've never fallen into the trap where we've taken on tasks that probably should have said, actually, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer than that. Um, and we've surprised ourselves in the past as well, where we've achieved things much quicker than we thought we would. Um, but managing expectations is always about being honest and realistic about what you can achieve within the certain budgets and the timeframes and the expected goals of a client. In your experience, Oliver, what sort of reactions do you get from clients when you do push back on their expectations? Um, it's mixed. We have, you know, we have had prospects in the past that have, have really not been happy that we haven't been able to help them for, for on, on quite s small budgets, but we just, we just genuinely felt, and, and I, I, I make a point of saying to um, a number of clients, and 
I should probably also add we've gained clients from taking this approach and also gained clients at higher retainers than they originally anticipated Mm. because of the approach. But more importantly, it's about clients understanding that we're being honest and we're, we're, we're managing our own expectations at the same time. Um, so some clients don't accept that they, they can't get cert for less than sort of £500 a month. But other clients will go, actually, no, I understand the rationale behind that. Um, and I'm on board with that. So let's discuss the plan. Let's discuss what it is that you're talking about us doing online. You mentioned delivering the promise, Oliver. It, it just seems such an obvious thing to have to do, but I, I suspect it's uh, it's more complex than that, isn't it? In your experience, what does it involve? You know what? Delivering the promises is about it, it, it's about tying in the, the first part of the process. Once you've identified the needs and you've pitched against those needs, you then have to follow through on your delivery. But delivering the promises, of it, it, it's an interesting statement. There are two sides to a coin. To run an effective campaign and to be able to deliver against what it is that you promised, you need to have 100% client buy-in to what it is that you're doing. Um, so this is really integral to the way that we work. So client communication, client interaction, and being a part, an extension to their own marketing team enables you to actually roll out effective search marketing strategies that ultimately will deliver against the set KPIs and plan you have set for a client. Um, And ultimately, if you do that, you've delivered against the promise. Adding value is an interesting one, Oliver. I want to talk about that because there must be certain repeating patterns that you can do to add value. Okay, so adding value breaks down into probably two distinct areas for us you know as an agency we've been around since um, 2001 so we've got a good heritage as an agency we formed along as everybody on the podcast will know we formed brighton seo which is now europe's largest search marketing conference and you know the podcast has been running for an awful long time so knowledge share and skills transfer is absolutely crucial to the way that we do search so when we talk about adding value to a client it has two distinct meanings the first one is obviously adding value i.e return on investment you've spent a pound you've got three five six ten twelve back whatever that return on investment is you've added value great it's more money but there is another side to adding value, um, which you know we find is really important. Adding value by understanding the internal competency framework of a client. So, you know, search has evolved in, in the sort of ten years I've been in it to the point where you know, ten years ago, companies just didn't know about SEO. They bought in agencies to do it. They didn't have internal teams. Nobody within the client really had a good grasp. It was a central marketing function, and they just knew that they needed to do SEO. There was very few companies that were SEO savvy. That's why agencies boomed. Um, Nowadays, you you stop short to find a client or a customer that doesn't have, A, A, an element of SEO knowledge, or B, already have an internal SEO team. So it's a very different landscape now. Um, 
So adding value is, is about understanding if you've got a client or a prospect that has their own internal SEO team, you as an agency need to sit down and go, right, so you've got an element of skills already internally in, in-house. Um, so um, content, you've got content in-house. Do you really need your agency to write reams and reams of content for you? Um, is that where we're adding value? Or do you need your agency to go out and outreach that content and build the lists to create the off-site linking opportunities? Um, is that where we're going to add value? The client goes, yeah, that will be absolutely fantastic. So we'll write the content and you outreach the process and we'll link together and work as a team on that. Mm. Um, or you could have a client that says, do you know what? Actually, we'll write some content, but what we need you to do is just scan it over and optimize it for us. Um, and then we'll work together on the outreaches. We've got an in-house PR team that will outreach to a certain list. If you can go after this list, and we'll work together on that. Um, we have an in-house development team. They have a good level of, of, of experience within on-site work. But what we really need is for you guys to go through and check from a technical perspective that it's best practice and then start to, to prioritize recommendations and work together with that team. So, you know, it's all about understanding what the competency framework is in with a client and not doubling up on effort. Because if, for example, I'll take, a, I'll, I'll take an example, uh, you know, probably about a year, a year and a half ago, we had a client that was doing the same activity as we were. And, we, and it, this went on for a, uh, for a couple of months, which was mention monitoring. The internal PR team were all doing mention monitoring with the same system that we were doing. And both our team and the internal PR team were going after the same mentions to generate activity. Um, and link opportunities, um, and it was doubling up on efforts. In that instance, we're not adding value because they're already doing it internally. Yeah. So it's not something that we needed to do. And we can go off and spend our campaign time on something that they're not doing internally. So this is a this is what what, what I talk about when when we talk about adding value. You've got your return on investment. You've got your monetary value, but it's also adding value from a skills basis as well. Well, Oliver, thanks so much for that. I think our listeners will find that very interesting. Tell us, I almost feel redundant saying this, but tell us how our listeners can find out more about you, more about SiteViz. So the listeners can go to, to our site, obviously um, www.sitevisibility.com and then check us out on the About Us page. Uh, there's a lovely little picture of the whole team on there and if you move your mouse around our faces will follow it it's a bit freaky really um <laughs> but um but yeah and the users can contact any listeners i should say um can can contact me directly on oliver.clander at sitevisibility.com or indeed email us at grow at sitevisibility.com um if if anybody's interested in in talking further seeing how we can maybe understand their needs moving forward Fantastic. And just to clarify, your surname is K-L-A-N-D-E-R, isn't it? It most certainly is. Thank you, Andy. Fantastic. Well, (laughs) Oliver, thanks a lot. And thanks to our listeners for listening. Uh, Show notes are at sitevisibility.com forward slash IM podcast. That's the bit where you can find the show notes. And um, if you've got questions or you just want to, you know, leave a message, you can email us, podcast at sitevisibility.com or you can telephone plus four four one two seven three. 256150 if you want us to hear your lovely voice 
That doesn't mean singing. That means asking us a question or leaving a comment. Uh, so that's no, it from sing, 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 sing. Oliver wants you to sing. sing. Okay. <laughs> so that's it from me, Andy, and it's all from Oliver as well. Fantastic. Thank you. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.